I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Dreams were a silly thing, for they spoke of no inherent purpose. The very concept of possessing creativity, but never applying it to one's glorious truth, eluded me. However, as I lay upon my bed, my mind could only drift into that which is no longer my reality. With my head resting still, I could feel myself slowly lose my grip on what lay around me. It was not much longer until my body grew still and calm. I closed my eyes, and I awoke to the rolling hills of Trafalgar, a relic from the olden. Above me, the sun hangs suspiciously of wrath as the trees and valleys paint elegant strokes of shade that outstretch far beyond my feet. The sky bears an overwhelming shade of red and orange hue as I begin my journey, a journey which, beckoned by the creator, whispers faintly of enlightenment and progression. It taunts of development and the assertion of filling my incompleteness with the whole. Its promises were alluring. Such ideas tickled the grayish of my soul, and no sooner had the prospect arose did I heed its call. I scaled the cliffsides and mountaintops of such geographical miracles that I, myself, had created from null. No sweat bore upon my face, nor did any fatigue halt my steps as the light above slowly dwindled. As I continued, the silence and stillness of the air, with no chirping of birds nor clicking of the bugs and animals, only discomforted me with ponderance. With naught but a smile, my unease had settled as that which had not existed before had arisen now. Through the cuts of the Trafalgar's lone pass, I would be greeted with a river. What river? I had not yet known before then, which only grew to annoy me. Without hesitation, I knew that it will be called Granoa, and its reach will extend far beyond the city of glass, which the magnificent river fueled. My body carried me to the shore, and with my ankles sinking below the crystalline surface of the water, I leaned for a drink. The water tasted of a unique purity. Once satisfied, my head arose, only to see myself lack a reflection from the water's surface. My curiosity was further perplexed by the sight of myself approaching the water from the river's mirror, who likewise bent down to drink from it. I sat there, momentarily dazed. Had I not just approached and sipped from this water already? My anger festered as I realized why my reflection was delayed. I had come to realize a flaw, something of which I did not consider before. With another wave of my hand, my reflection corrected, our two stares glaring past each other in an equilibrium of annoyance. However, 
inside the fire still burned. How preposterous it was that I hadn't considered this simple law of nature. My mind was taunted with ideas of self-forgiveness. After all, we are prone to such simple mistakes, right? But such mediocrity can only be found in the constraints of some ludicrous objective reality, a reality which I am not restricted to. Such a world lacks perfection. But such mediocrity can only be found in the constraints of some ludicrous objective reality, a reality which I am not restricted to. Such a world lacks perfection, and that simply shall not be. It was only several days later when I arrived at the City of Glass. This city was once home to the superior forefathers, those who had preceded me in my reality as the controller. I had never gotten a chance to make their acquaintance before they too faded away, presumably to guide the next of my kin. Now, such company was rare in this city, leaving nothing but intricate fractal structures made solely of glass and wonder for visitors like myself and the simulacrum to admire. My entry into the city began from the bridge of Rhina, whose hall remains empty to this day. I, myself, have not seen anyone cross this bridge for some fifteen years, and even then I had never again met the travelers who walked alongside me. Still, I did not hesitate as I strolled into the confines of the city's borders, which the bridge overlooked from afar. It was not long after my entry when I arrived towards the city center, where a man sat to greet me. His face shifted in hues of blurs that I could not comprehend. Still, I could tell that he was smiling at me, and the wave of his hands towards my vicinity only confirmed that suspicion. Hello, I called to him as we approached each other. The man nodded in reply, his hand still waving towards me. His face had not yet unblurred, which made me uncomfortable. With a blink, his face was given life. Two dark blue eyes penetrated my own. His brown hair sat at his shoulders. Such features cured me of my worry, and with a smile, I asked the man, How are you today? I can't imagine much trouble in a magnificent city such as this, one built by the very forefathers themselves. The man nodded, still waving. He had not given me an answer, which deeply concerned me. Sir? His eyes suddenly grew wide, and with nothing but a smile, the man's face contorted into a painful gape. With his jaw unhinged, the man spoke angrily. His response put me aside as he continued his gaze. I attempted to smile, but deep inside something did not feel right. The man screeched again. It became clear to me that this man was a defective. I sighed at this revelation. Such simulacrum was supposed to be purged, but it appears that this one may have escaped somehow. My discomfort grew tenfold as the man continued his demands. And with a grimace, the faulty shell had become no more, disappeared along with the rest of his defective brethren into the aether for eternity. 
My mind relaxed in the silence of the city center. That is, until a wave of newfound anger once again rose inside my soul. How could this ugly thing exist? The thoughts penetrated the forefront of my mind as I continued my journey onward. Such a flawed creature lived within my perfect reality, and that simply shall not be. With the city long since behind, my journey finally reached its conclusion as I reached the outskirts of Village Red. This place used to be filled with townsfolk and children alike, but now it remained hollow and empty. The village deeply saddened me, but likewise filled me with calmness. I myself could not explain such phenomena, but it mattered little now. I wandered onward until I was greeted by a gate. Upon my entrance, I stood within a cemetery. A field far beyond what eyes could see, filled with gravestones of names caught between a flux of forgotten and lost. I decided to stroll further, and from there, my imagination was greeted with countless stories and feelings. In my mind, I began creating the world in which these lost souls once lived. I prayed that each had a joyous and happy life, and from that, such a place existed. Village Red would be one among the Golden Age, which lasted well before my time here. A smile was brought to my face as I stopped at a gravestone near the far edge, while the other stones hinted toward that which I had not yet imagined. This one was static, unchanging. A panic arose in my mind as I realized that the ground beside this gravestone was empty, a hole leading downward. Brief hesitation, I found myself staring down into the grave only to be greeted by the sights of a black and dark abyss, a pit that extended well beyond infinity, forever penetrating the depths of my world with its malice. Inside, I could feel its gaze searching, looking for any weakness that I possessed. The abyss grinned its blackened teeth at me, my muscles tensed as the void whispered softly into my ear. This world that you have created should exist. I tried to formulate an answer, but no words came to my mind. My heart began racing. What was this creature doing, living here? Do you? It asked again, the blackness below only growing as the light dimmed into darkness above my head. The abyss grew angrier. The void below began to bubble and froth as my energy only drained further. I was trapped by my fears and panic as tendrils began to arise from the surface, their reach extending outward toward my body. Within 
the abyss chanted. With its eyes fixated on me, it spoke once more. You have sacrificed yourself for your greed, and that, that simply shall not be. And suddenly, I opened my eyes to the morning rays. The frigid air tickled my lungs as I gasped awake. My body still jolting, I felt the tears leaking from my eyes before it occurred to me that I was crying. Sweat plastered me with its salty scent as my legs felt limp. After a moment of silence, I turned to see the mirror that lay beside my bed. I suddenly grew uncomfortable with the new face that lay before me. What had spoken to me just now? Why did such a dream manifest as that one had? There was a dull numbness permeating my body. I looked down at my hands, in which I wept in the comforts of my bed. I do not recall how long I had sat there, or how many tears I had shed. Just the lingering pain of what the abyss had told me, and the sights and sounds of a place that was both foreign and familiar to my reign. No longer was I content with living in this world. And that, that simply shall not be. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible. So, credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons ShareLight 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons ShareLight 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people, or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.